Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is your brother Mikhail Ahmed Smith here from Qalam. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please donate to Qalam by visiting supportqalam.com. We love being able to share this content for free, and your donation ensures that we will always be able to do so. Each podcast we produce has thousands of lis- listeners, so the support you give to this community in this effort brings immense reward. You never know who will benefit from your donation. Assalamu alaikum. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Salatu wa salam ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyina wa Mawlana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-ridaka wa al-janna wa na'udhu bika min ghadabika wa ghadabika wa al-nar ya Rabbil Alameen. اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب عمل يقربنا إلى حبك يا رب العالمين يا الله we ask you to make this a gathering whereby we increase our understanding of you يا الله يا الله we ask you to make this a gathering by where we purify our hearts and become closer to you يا الله and يا الله we ask you to make our love for you the most beloved love in our heart conquering every other love that we have إن شاء الله تعالى الحمد لله long time no see it's good to be with you إن شاء الله um, so let's continue where we left off. Just a, a bit of a misconception on my post. I said wrapping up, and I didn't mean we're finishing. I saw someone posting like, no, it doesn't mean we're done. We're not done, inshallah. We have like 50, 60 pages left, so it should take a few more sessions to finish, inshallah. Um, as of our last class, two, two sessions back, Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi rahimahullah was specifically addressing this problem of falling in love with someone and having a... A, a love for someone that you're not supposed to be in love with for whatever reason right whatever reason it may be um, the person asked this question what do you do I'm afflicted with this love I fell in love with this person um, and, and, and now I'm in this haram relationship what do I do about that um, and alhamdulillah like just the fact that we have this, this, this legacy left behind to inform us how to deal with a problem that so many people are afflicted, afflicted with on the low so many people are afflicted with on the low this issue, right? And so what he says is the first thing we need to realize is he, he highlights that everyone goes through this, right? As much as we like to, you know, not talk about it in masajid, not talk about it, but like it's a problem, right? It's an issue. You see someone, bam, it hits you. What are you gonna do, right? You just you just like subhanallah, like mashaAllah, something. I don't know what you're saying. Maybe it's stuff for Allah, right? That's better. But what do you do? So at least the questioner kept it real, right? At least the questioner kept it real. Like, yo, I have a problem. I fell in love with somebody. And how do I get out of it? So he says, he says now, as of two classes ago, he started, he got, he got started to get really specific on how to handle the problem. And the very first thing we learned way back was first, he's going to say, don't let it hit you in the first place. Don't let that, that, that love that uh, that feeling hit you in the first place. Do whatever you can to protect yourself from that in the first place. And he taught us all those things. Then, as of two classes ago, he started to teach us the method for after you've already been hit with it. You're like, bro, it's too late, man. You're like, Sheikh, help me out, man. I'm stuck. Now what? So he says, He says, this is a sickness that has tired the doctors of hearts, he's saying, the doctors or the psychologists even, of, of curing it. They've become tired of it. It's hard. It's so hard for them to cure this, this, this sickness, he's calling it. 
right? It's, it's an affliction. It hit me. I, I want to get rid of it. How do I get rid of it? He says, he says, He says, I swear by Allah, this is a deadly disease. Deadly to your iman, that is. It's a, it's a poison that will kill you. He goes, this is something that once it hits you, it's very, very difficult for you to get out of it. And once the flames of it start to come in your heart, you see someone one time and it starts to start to build inside, then it's so hard for you to get out of that. So he says, He's like, this type of love that a person may fall into has different levels of it. He's like the highest level, the highest level, but He says sometimes this type of love can lead to kufr. How so? He says, The one who takes their ma'shuqa. You know ma'shuqa? Ma'shuqa is the object of your ishq. And what is your ishq? That, I don't know if we call it love. It's more just like factuation. Deep infatuation. Deep. You're just, yo. So he says, he says, it can lead to kufr. How could, how, wait, wait, bro. How can my love lead to kufr? How would it take me out of Islam? He says, You create that ma'shuqa, whoever he or she is. And you, you make them like a, a partner to Allah. You make them like, how so? Yuhibbuhu kama yuhibbullah. You start to love that person the way you're supposed to love Allah. فَكَيْفَ إِذَا كَانَتْ مُحَبَّتُهُ أَعْظَمْ مِنْ مُحَبَّةِ اللَّهِ فِي قَلْبِهِ He says, it'll be kufr if the love is equal. He's like, what about in that case when you love that person more than you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then what is it? فَكَيْفَ فَهَذَا عِشْقَ لَا يُغْفَرُ لِصَاحِبِهِ this is a love that's not forgivable by Allah. You can't get forgiven for this one. Because you've created a partner with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, now what's the sign of that you got this type of love? Listen close. He says, الْكُفْرِ He says, the sign of this type of ishq or infatuation or love When the one who's infatuated or, or, or loves that thing puts the pleasure of the beloved before the pleasure of Allah. Y'all don't feel me on this one yet. You know, you know, sometimes we see so many situations where the brother's like, yo, but we're getting married anyway. Brothers got a little uncomfortable. They're like, ah, brah, what you talking about? No, I'm, be real. Be real. And now there's a dilemma going on. You're like, whoa, whoa. This brother was supposed to get me close to Allah. And now I have to put the pleasure of the brother and the pleasure of Allah on a scale here. And he's making me feel bad because my dad's stalling a nikah. So, so, so what does he say here? This is a dangerous love now. This is dangerous because you're even contemplating putting that love before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love. And that's dangerous now. That's a dangerous, that's a dangerous love. But you know, we're rookies with it, you know. Feel me, Abdullah? So, you know, 
But that's why we're talking about it, to keep it real. Like, never let any love surpass love of Allah. That's it. Down right there. What? Huh? Ruh. Ma'asalam. Fahada ishq la yukfur. We already read that. He said, وَإِذَا تَعَارَذَ إِنْدَهُ حَقُّ مَعْشُوقِهِ He says, whenever there's a competition or a, a, a clash between حَقَّ مَعْشُوقِ the 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 haq of your beloved, the thing that you love, wa haqurab, but in the haq of Allah, wa ataat qadama haqama shuki ala haqirab, ata ridahu ala ridahu, wa badalali mashuki anfasama yukadira alay bi badli rabbihi. He says he says all of these are when you any time that there's a contradiction between the two loves and you give preference to the love of Allah, the, the love of your beloved over that, you give preference to the pleasure of the beloved over the pleasure of Allah, all of these things, and you forego the most beloved thing to you, which is your relationship with Allah, for this person. He says, this is dangerous. He says, this is very dangerous. فتأمل. Now he says, I want you to think about something. فتأمل. حال أكثر العشاق الصور. He says, now I want you to think about the majority of people that have fallen in love with the external features of someone. Ashaq, he always, you know what's so interesting since we've been studying this? Whenever he talks about ishq, he's always about the external. That normally that's what a person just becomes infatuated with. Just when they see something from, from afar. He says, now think about the majority of people that are in this type of deep love. What is their state? Hal tajida? Are they like we just described, putting that beloved before Allah? He says, Put their state in one side, in another side of Iman. Which, which side is heavier? The love of this, this person or the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Now, what does he say next? He says, he says, you'll get some cases where someone will say clearly, He says, you may even see a person that they even say clearly that I love this person more than anything. Anything. You have to leave the deen to be with him. I don't care. What? SubhanAllah. He says, sometimes you'll see someone say that like sarahatan. So he's just explaining this level of, of, of when someone's mash, this, their love goes too far. And then he says, وَلَا نِسْبَ بَيْنَ مَفْسَدَ هَذَا الْأَمْرِ الْعَظِيمِ وَمَفْسَدَ الْفَاحِشَةِ He's like, yo, he's keeping it very real here. He goes, there is no relationship between the harms caused by this love in comparison to the harms of zina. He says, فَإِنَّ تِلْكَ ذَنْبٌ كَبِيرٌ He says that zina is a dham kabir, major sin. Lifa'ili. But he says, what, but this love that has reached this level is more dangerous than zina. And he says, listen to this, this was crazy. He says, wakana ba'du shuyuk. He says, some scholars used to say, la'an ubtulia bifahish. Ma'atilka sura ahabba ilayya min an ubtulia fiha bi ishk. He's like, some scholars used to say, for me to be, now I want you to put this in perspective. He says, for me, scholars used to say, for me to be afflicted with zina 
is more beloved to me than be to be than to be afflicted with this type of infatuated controlling love where I take this person as like a god almost or by god what do we mean we put them above Allah he's like that's an action but this is a state of iman a state of faith for him too it's very profound what he's saying so he's like protect that heart make sure that nothing comes more beloved in the heart than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so now remember he has to cure it though he has to teach us the cure the point isn't just like I know I'm messed up yo I need the cure that's why I'm here in class I need the sufficient answer right <laughs> right he says the cure for this uh, deadly disease now you see why it's so deadly because you start to put that person above Allah. First you got to understand what this ish, this ishq has done to you. What does it do to you when you fall in deep infatuated love with someone? What does it do to? لِتَوْحِيدِ أَوَّلًا What does it do to your tawheed? What does it do to your tawheed? ثُمَّ يَأْتِي مِنْ عِبَادَاتِ الظَّاهِرِ So he says the first thing you have to do, the first cure that you have to do, is you have to first know what it does to your faith. That love of that person, understand what that's doing to your iman, your faith. First thing. Second thing you have to do. Busy yourself, busy yourself with external and internal ibadah. Busy yourself with what? External. And he says, why? Listen to what he says. He says, بِمَا يَشْغُلُ قَلْبَهُ عَنْ بِهِ You gotta busy your heart with something that will take your mind away from that. You, that's why he's saying busy yourself with that worship of Allah so that you're not constantly thinking about that about that person then he says uh, he's like there's no better cure than ikhlas lillah what is ikhlas lillah? what is ikhlas? so it doesn't just mean sincerity what it means is to make something khalis if I don't yo khalis luck what does that mean? it's only for you it's only for like just you so what he's saying is you got to work to clean that heart out of anything other than Allah you got to work to clean that heart out of any love other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fahimtum he's like so busy the heart if the heart is free remember the poem we read many weeks ago when the heart is empty and that love comes then it gets stuck inside but so long that you have something else in the heart, you're protecting it from taking that position. Tayyip? Okay. So the next thing he says, he says, once we understand this, there are, there's going to be two things we're going to do. There's a knowledge that we have to gain and there's an action that we have to do. The knowledge that we have to gain to rid ourselves of this deadly love that we have, this infatuation, this ishq, is knowledge about the harms of this type of ishq, this type of love. And then the action is then going to be to get preference over the love of Allah. So here he lists, I think, seven or eight harms of this type of ishq that we're going to study right now. Seven or eight harms of this type of infatuating love that a person can have for someone. Number one, he says, Al-ishtigalu bihubb al-makhluk Yes, exactly. Number one, الاشتغال بحب المخلوق وذكره من الحب الرب فلا يجتمع في القلب هذا وهذا. He says, number one, your heart. First thing that happens with this ishq is this 
it, it distracts you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It, the first harm of it is it's taking away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You fall in love with someone, you don't even think about the masjid, Quran, this and that. It's like, you're not even thinking about that. You got one thing in your head, that's it. He says, number two, عَذَابُ قَلْبَهُ بِمَعْشُوقِهِ فَإِنَّ مَنْ أَحَبَّ شَيْءٍ غَيْرَ اللَّهِ Subhanallah, we studied this before. He says, but the second harm of this ishq is that it, it's an adab for your heart. What does that mean? It's a punishment for the heart. You're punishing the heart by the love of the ma'ashuk. You're like, how? What do you mean, how? When you can't get it, every time you can't get that ma'ashuk, how do you feel? It's tearing you up. And then when you do get the beloved, you got another fear. What is that? Losing it. So when you don't have her, you fear, I'm not going to get it. And when you do have her, you fear, what? what's going to happen? I'm a loser. You're, I'm going to lose her. I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm going to lose her. The point being, the point being here is what? He's saying that the second harm of this type of infatuated love, this deep love, is the punishment that comes because of that ishq. Number three. Number three, he says, الْمَعْشُوقَ He says that the one who's in love, his heart is asir. It's, it's imprisoned in the palm of the ma'shuqa. She does what she wants. Not answers your text. Not responds. Tells you, I want to talk. She, literally, your heart is right there. Wherever, wherever they want to put it. And he says, you are humiliating yourself because of this love. Why isn't he messaging me? Right? You're humiliating yourself and you don't even realize how, how, how bad you look. Because he says, because your love has blinded you to seeing your own state. So what is number three? He says, It's in the palm of the ma'ashuka, the beloved. Walakin, he says, Walakin li sakratil ishq because of the intoxication of ishq, intoxication here, the feeling of love, some the, the feeling that that the, intox, the 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 feeling of intoxication you get from that love, la yashur bimasabihi. He doesn't even realize how how they look. He says, "Fa'ishul ashiq, aishul asir." The love, the life of the lover is a aish of asir. You're locked up, controlled completely by the one you love. Subhanallah. Everyone's like, wait, but we'll get there, don't worry. A rabbit. Somebody's like, yeah, that's a good thing too, though, right? So I'll just tell you right now, right? So everything he's saying in the next section, he has a whole section on the beauties of ishq. But I'm saying to myself, do I want to kick that to this to this group? Honestly, I'm like, yo, my man goes into it like how. You know the Prophet ﷺ and his ishq for Aisha. But on the real, yo, I know we're not supposed to hide knowledge. But right now, we're trying to solve a problem. And we ain't ready. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, so the whole next section, he talks about a good ishq. A good love. Right? And when it's in a halal place, that's the whole thing. When it's in a place that it's supposed to be, there's a beauty there. All he's talking about now is this haram relationship. This haram type of love. That's harmful for the person. So that's what he's referring to here. Other than that, I mean the examples of the Prophet ﷺ, there's a hadith, I'll just share this with you. 
man ashiqa whoever becomes infatuated with someone right wa afa but stays chaste chaste wa katama holds it in wa mata and they pass away mata shaheed right thank you right? subhanallah the one who what ashiqa is like subhanallah and, and, and it's like an arrow. Prophet Sallallahu said that another, that look is like an arrow. It hits you. That you can't help that. So the Prophet's like, Man ashiqa. Okay, it hits you. Wa afa, you stayed not. Uh-uh. Wa katama. Cover it. Push it down. Mata, mata shaheed. Allahu Akbar. So, but right now, we're not talking about that good stuff. Well, I don't know if we should get to it, to be real. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I don't know, man, because that's like, I mean, as you read the fadail of love, then you start to like, obviously, right? You want, you want, you, you need that, right? But right now, we're like shabab, right? And we're trying to conquer the nafs, not feed it. For real, right? Nah? Alright, cool. Okay, next one, next one. So what does he say? He's like, the, the another harm of the ishq, is your heart is in control of, of that person. Whoever they are, they literally holding your heart just like this. How do I want them to feel today? How do I want them to feel today? Happy or sad? Next one. He says, um, number four, sah? Subhanallah. He says, أَنَّهُ يَشْتَغِلْ بِهِ عَنْ مَصَارِهِ الدِّينِهِ وَالدُّنْيَا فَلَيْسَ شَيْءَ مَصَارِهِ الدِّينِ وَالدُّنْيَا مِنْ إِشْكَ He's like, the other problem when you fall in love, in this type of, especially this haram type, is that you stop caring about all your dunya and all your deen. You don't want to go to class no more. You don't want to go to work no more. You don't want to go to the masjid no more. You don't want to do nothing. You just want to sit there and think. That's it. Because you fell in love. You got hit. No more. That degree don't matter no more. Right? Because now that, that it's hit, right? So he's like, this is a, this is a, this is bad, man. Like, this is dangerous. This will throw you off track. GPA is high, class is amazing. Bam, everything thrown away. What happened? What happened to Abdullah? I don't know. Something's got into him. Maybe magic. Nah, it ain't magic. <laughs> Subhanallah. You, so everyone understand what he's saying? Inshallah. He's like, it will distract you from your entire dunya and deen. And deen. Throw off your deen, throw off your dunya completely. Don't need the masjid no more, don't need school no more, don't need anything. All I need is fulana. That's all I need. Everyone's like, yo, wake up, man, wake up. But no. That's why they say it's a, it's a disease, man. That's why they saying it's a disease. It hits, it's no joke. It's no joke. But let's keep going. He says... He says the next thing. He says, "Anahu ida tamakkana." He says, "When this ishq, love, infatuation, tamakkana, taal taal, make room, inshallah, fadl." Subhanallah. He says, "Ida tamakkana min qalb, min al qalb." When this love, this infatuation, gets set in your heart, wasthakama, and it becomes strong. We'll talk about before it becomes strong in a minute, because it doesn't start off strong. It starts off very weak actually. When it gets in the heart and then it becomes strong, 
وَقَوِيَ سُلْطَانُهُ And its power over you becomes even more powerful. أَفْسَدَ الذَّهَن It throws off the ذَهَن. What's the ذَهَن? The mind. It throws you off. You can't even think straight. You can't even think straight. It throws it all off. He says, وَأَحْدَثَ الْوَسْوَاسِ And then worse than that, you start getting waswas. You know what I mean by waswas? You start to get these whispers. So you can't think straight. And now you start to get these suggestions all the time as, an, as a result of this, this, this love. Well, this infatuation. This deep, strong infatuation. He says, وَرُبَّمَا Maybe this is just a bit of his hyperbole, but he says, وَرُبَّمَا إِلْتَحَتَ صَاحِبُهُ بِالْمَجَانِينَ He's like, and perhaps it'll hit your, your mind so hard that it'll lead you to insanity. Like Layla and Majnoon, right? He went, that's his name is Majnoon, because what? That love drove him insane. That love drove him insane. Now, now you may say, okay, hyperbole. I mean, how many crimes are committed based on love crimes? Where the court literally says you were temporarily out of your mind. We call them passion crime. That's what he's saying. And we literally today classify that, oh, yo, they're mazbur, yo. Lowered his sentence, right? Why? Because he was in love. So? Yeah, he's out of his mind. He has no control. Oh, so love is a other? Love is an excuse? That's what he's saying. Got it? Understand what he's saying? So he's like, this love, when it becomes strong, it takes away your faculties of reasoning. And we, we have precedence for that in court today. Okay, so let's keep going. He says, he says, وَأَشْرَفَ مَا فِي الْإِنسَانِ The most honorable thing you have inside of you is your aql. And this is the thing that that ishq takes away. That love, that's the thing that it takes away. وَبِهِ يَتَمَيَّزُ مِنْ سَائِدِ الْحَيْوَانِ This is the thing that makes you different from all the rest of the animals. He's like, but when this love comes in, it strips it away from you. You lose it. You can't think straight. We can't think straight. Next one. أَنَّهُ What number is this? Number six. أَنَّهُ رُبَّمَا أَفْسَدَ الْحَوَاسِ أَوْ بَعْضَهَا He's like, the next thing that love will do, it will throw off your perception. What do I mean? Hawas. Your, your, how you see things, how you hear things. In a specific hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, حُبُّكَ يُؤْمِي Your love of something will blind you and make you deaf. Mom's telling you something, dad's telling you something, you can't hear it. Imam, Sheikh, everybody telling you something. You're like, nah, I don't hear nothing. Why? Because the Prophet said, السلام, your love for something will blind you and make you deaf, can't hear anything. He says, he says that, um, this is beautiful. This is what I love about the book that we're studying. He says, see, your desires, ragbat tasturul uyub, your desires cover up faults. What does that mean? Your desire for something makes you not see the faults in it. You, you, you see what he's saying? Ragbat tasturul uyub. Your desire for something cover up all the deficiencies. You know they say buyer's remorse? You want it so bad, you can't see the price tag. You can't see whatever, like, yo, this joint don't even have no ports, yo. <laughs> but I had to get it, right? There's no aid to Apple. That's perfect. 
<laughs> but now I need a, a, a dangler thing to plug anything into it. A dongle, dongle. Like, I didn't see this aib, right? Because I, I needed it. I had to have it. So he says, Raghib shay, Raghib, the one who desires something never sees aib. Never sees faults. Remember that about yourself. Whenever you want something, this, yo, 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 for real, for real, when you want something, remember you're blinded at that point. Don't make the decision at that time. You, you feel me? What happened? Oh, man. Is it still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, yo, let me talk to him real quick. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. Is it still, still going? Okay, cool. Um, no, uh, seriously speaking, when you desire something, when you desire a job, for example, you don't see any faults in the job. It's perfect. Excellent. Then when you get in the job, what happens? Reality hits you. And then you start to see all the faults in it. Right? So listen to what he says. This is very beautiful. Desire for something hides faults. A person who wants something never sees faults until ragba drops. The moment desire goes away, all the faults start to appear to you. Yeah, everybody got it. Those who laughed got it. Huh? Everyone feel me, right? Subhanallah. And yo, I got give me a second. Yo. Like we, we, we have an addiction to novelty. We like newness. I need a new whip every four years. I need a new phone every year. I need a new, 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 whatever. And uh, but life is about commitment, man. Commitment to love. Right? Like it's not about just having new all the time. You get that job and you stick with it. You know what I'm saying? You don't just quit on things because it doesn't have that same feeling as the, that you had when you first were going after it. Nothing in life will maintain that. All you're going to do with life is chase highs after high after high after high after high. You feel me? So, so realize when you're raghib, it all looks good. It all looks good when you're raghib. But the moment you're not raghib no more, y'all get raghib now, right? Desiring for something. Covetous. I want it. It looks perfect. Then what he says next, listen to this. He says the harder the desire for it, determines how blinded you are by the thing. The more the desire, the more you're blinded from it. It'll stop you from seeing how things really are. What, now listen to what he says next. Someone inside of a situation can't see the faults either. Someone inside. What? Then he says, And the one who's outside who never went in, that person doesn't see Abe either. 
except the one who goes into a situation, then comes out, this person has pure understanding of what that thing is. وَلِهَذَا And because of this, كَانَ الصَّحَابَ الَّذِينَ دَخَلُوا فِي الْإِسْلَامِ بَعْدَ كُفْرٍ خَيْرٍ مِنَ الَّذِينَ وُلِدَ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ That's why the Sahaba who went into Islam after being outside of Islam were better than those born in Islam because when you're in something, you can't, you can't feel what you're in. And when you're outside, you can't feel it. So what happens is in each and every one of us, you have to go through this stage where you are in the house of Islam, but you can't feel the beauty. You always had marble countertops. So that's normal. I walk in and I'm like, dang. <laughs> you walk in, you're like, yeah, whatever, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so what he's saying is you have to leave the house, then walk back in, then you realize what's up. So half the time when I'm speaking to like 14 year olds about like Dean, part of me is like, yo, you just got to live. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. You just gotta live. I, I can't tell you, like, dunya sucks. Like, you just gonna have to feel it yourself. You just gonna have to feel the feel. You're gonna have to experience it. Because you gotta leave the house and then come back and realize how much mom was taking care of you. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, so this is beautiful, man. I, like, the lessons, the gems he's dropping on us, man. Someone inside scenario can't. So, so, you know what else this teaches me? You always need somebody outside to tell you your situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you always need a friend to be like, yo, am I messed up? For real. Because you can't analyze yourself because you're in the situation. Like did I do that wrong? So so for me, I, I'm on the way back home with, with wifey and I'm like, yo, so how was Halakha? <laughs> She's like, yo, you was tripping. Cracking too many jokes. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Like you need external to tell you what's up. To be like, nah, this, this, this. And to tell you because you can't see the situation. So what does he say? First of all, Rabba blinds you. Desire for anything blinds you. The impulse buyers. Sees the commercial next day at the car lot. Impulse buyers. Next thing, you in a scenario, you can't see the reality of that situation. Outside the scenario, never went into it, you can't understand the scenario. But the one who went in, came out, came back in. So then what, look what he says. He says, Qala Umar bin Khattab. Umar bin Khattab used to say, Islam. The rope of Islam is taken apart. Urwatan Urwatan, one string at a time. Ida wulidafil Islam, Mallam Yarifil Jahiliyah. When people are born to Islam who don't have never experienced jahiliyyah. I'm going to say that again. Islam is taken apart rope by rope. As people are born into Islam who never experienced jahiliyyah. You feel me? Because it's, it's, it's Adi. It's Adi. So, you know, sometimes... So I'll tell you Ghazali, for example. Did the Ghazali leave the house and come back in? Who knows his life? Yeah. What, what happened? He got to a certain age where Ghazali was, where Ghazali was like, uh, why am I Muslim? So he's like, oh, I gotta figure this out, man. Looked at Christianity, and no, he's like, that's whack. Looked at Jeho uh, 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 Judaism, oh, no, that don't make sense. Looked at idolatry, he's like, ah, oh, no, I'm good. Uh, he, he went out, and his mentally went out, and then came back in. He's like, oh, this is what's up. 
this is what's up. So, so that has to happen. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, aminu. Huh? That's Quran speaking to you. Oh, you who believe, believe. Wait, I thought I believed already. Nah, nah, not yet, yo. Not until you walk out the house and come back in. Walk out the house and come back in. Feel me? I think that's just a beautiful gem he just dropped on us, man. May Allah reward Ibn Khaim and Jozi rahimahullah. The, the lesson is, yo, your, your desire for something blinds you. Understand that right away. Get a second opinion. The other thing is, inside something, you can't assess the situation properly. Outside, you can't. So you leave and come back in. Okay, bismillah. So, the last one is... Okay, that's it. He Now he goes on to the next thing. Oh, what time is it? Oh, we're good. So, next thing. He says, there are three stages in love. We're talking uh, ishq love. Deep, hard love. He says there's three stages. He says the ibtida, the wasat, and the intiha. The beginning of it, the middle stages, and the end of it. And he says, فَأَمَّا الْمُقَامَ الْإِبْتِدَاءِ The beginning stage of love, فَالْوَاجِبَ عَلَيْهِ فِيهِ مُدَافِيَةُ بِكُلِّ مَا يُقَدِّرَ عَلَيْهِ He says when it's first hitting you, when that thought first comes, that first glance, and it's... Now you're going to see that person every day for the rest of the semester. You feel me? You're not a quick to that one, bro. <laughs> we got to talk later, huh? You should have... My man was like... <laughs> so you're gonna see you're gonna see you're gonna see that person for the whole semester that first look hit you bam you're like oh subhanallah ya Allah right he says فالواجب عليه شوف the beautiful فالواجب عليه مدافية whatever it takes or everything you got to push it back at that point cause that's the easiest point <laughs> that's the easiest stage right there إذا كان الوصول إلى المعشوقه متعذر. He's like you gotta push it away. If شرعاً you can't get to that معشوق, that beloved. شرعاً by Sharia. Y'all feel me? Alright, let me break that down. If this is not possible in Sharia, then you just push it away from jump. Nope. Out the window. You get it? If it's mumkin in Sharia, you like mumkin, mumkin, <laughs> mumkin, maybe. But if it's just haram, then it's from the jump. You're just like push away everything you got. Now, the in ajiza and dalika, the aba qalbuhu illa safar illa mahbubihi, wa hada muqam mutawasid. He's like, but if you can't stop it from that point, but in the heart insists. Go, 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 go over there, go over there. He's like, this is the middle stage. You, you, you failed the first test. It's already at second and last stage. فَعَلَيْهِ كِتْمَانِ Now hide it. Don't call your girl up and be like, oh my goodness, girl, I gotta tell you something. No, seriously, seriously. Don't call your boy up. Don't be like, yo, yo. <laughs> nah. Hide. He's like, kitman. Hide it. Push it down. Push it. Hide it. It's not there. Don't tell anyone. Don't. 
Yushabiba bimahbubihi. Don't sit there describing her to him, to another brother. See, he says, Yushabihu. Don't sit there and say, Bro, because when you call, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to start describing, right? Now, what are you doing as you describe? You're reinforcing that. You're reinforcing it. You're like, yo, bro. And whatever, right? So he's like, don't. Hide it. Don't tell anyone. And, and then do, don't do what next? Especially don't explain uh, the mahboob to anyone. He's like, if you do this, now here he takes a digression for a moment I'm going to briefly bring it up and then we'll keep rolling he says if you start describing it to people and telling people about this person you've become infatuated with then there's two problems number one is the shirk problem we already talked about shirk already right the next problem is zulm what he says here is this once you start telling people about your desire People take the smallest information and run a mile with it. And the same way Aisha radiallahu anha, by the smallest thing, people started saying she committed zina. The smallest thing. He's like, so you put people in this predicament where they start to look at the ma'shuqa, the one who you have become infatuated with, with a negative perspective. When nothing even happened. But by your even, so what is he saying? By you just saying to someone something, it starts that thought in their mind that, wait, something's going down. When actually nothing is even happening, it's all up in your head. <laughs> you get what I'm saying here? So what he's saying is you're doing zulm. Who are, okay, who are you doing zulm on? Who are you doing zulm on? In the back. Uh-uh, you missed it. The, the person. Because now everyone's looking at that person in a negative light. Because they heard this little bit of information. You understand what he's trying to say? So he's like, because people take, uh, he says it here, he says, um, people take the smallest, and nas yusaddiq fi hadal bab bi adima shubha. He's like, because people in this area of life believe the smallest little thing. Word? A text message? Oh, you know what that means. <laughs> no, don't mean nothing. What you mean? It means nothing at all. So he's like, the smallest thing in this will go the, the furthest extent in the minds of people. Now this person's walking around and everyone's like, mm-hmm, text message, huh? And she don't know nothing about what's going on. You just committed dhulam on her because you couldn't hold that, that, that feeling that was in your heart. You couldn't just keep it quiet. Does everyone understand what he's saying here? This is really, really important. And I think the most important part is how he's telling you not to sit there and describe the person. Because it's reinforcing that thing that is is is, is um, hurting your heart. Okay, let's keep going. So then he gives the example of Aisha radiallahu anha and how just by seeing them come back together, how people took that to the furthest extent. Um, Um, that's any any questions, inshallah, before we. Uh, I'm kind of like deciding that right now, cause it's kind of late. It's like been 40. Someone brought dinner for. Is there food out there? Yeah, there is. yeah so there's food here too. So 
I just want to keep it to 45 minutes, inshallah. Um, so, are there any questions, inshallah? We can't solve this problem today. Okay. You got, you, okay, all right. I, I got you, bro. I got you. If it's emergency, come to the office. If it's an emergency, okay. No, for real, for real. <laughs> but other than that, we will continue. We're not done yet. We have a lot more. He's still breaking, unpacking this, how to break that love. All right, he's still... Uh, but next thing he's going to talk about, just so you know what's coming in the next class, um... Is he's going to talk about pleasure, leza. Yeah, pleasure and leza now. So like now we're just talking about hub, but what about leza, pleasure? Like how do you offset the pleasure uh, from this whole scenario of falling in love with someone and, and all those things? So he's going to speak about that in detail and, and go so on and so forth. But anyway, so what we covered today, just to recap really quick, he talked about the harms of falling in love, how detrimental it is. What does it do to you? Um, he talks about the cure. Number one is to know how it harms your tawheed. And number two, he says, is to busy yourself. Don't let the, the, the mind or the qalb be just farid. That's dangerous. Um, and then he spoke about uh, that beautiful point about what blinds us. That hubbukashay blinds you. And raghib fishay dakhil, the one who desires something can't see the reality. The someone in something can't see the reality. And someone outside without having gone in can't see the reality as well. Um, and then he said there's three levels. The th first level of love is just when it, uh, infatuation. This isn't love, love. This is ishq. Ishq is a different type of love. It's not muhabba, so to speak, right? Um, he said the first level, it just starts to come in your mind. It's just the thought. It just hits you. Um, he's like, at that point, do your utmost to just push it away. As long as it's, it's a haram, then you definitely just push it away. There's no even like, hey, uh, dad, can you call somebody, right? None of that, right? Because it's, it's haram. Then he says, but if you can't do that, now he's going to go in further detail on this one, but he's like, if you can't do that, then at this point, what you're going to have to do is use other loves to suppress that. And that's what we're going to do next. But time is up, inshallah. I guess we'll do that next time. But basically, just so I don't leave you cliffhanger, and just in case there's intensive care needed, um, he basically says what you're going to have to do is off offset that, that, that love with another love, like we've been talking about before. Like you gotta, you gotta keep convincing yourself that I have a greater love that I don't want to lose because of that lower love, okay? So you gotta keep fighting that with that. Like, what will I lose, right? Like I was dealing with one case uh, of a brother who had a major problem, right? And um, and and he was listening to the class, yo, and he's like, yo, I needed this right now because like I'm I'm struggling. And one of the things that he had to constantly focus on was what would. How would my mother walk in the masjid if this thing became exposed? You get what? I, he loves his mother. He loves her honor. So the thing that really hurt him was how would my mother be in the community if this thing got out? So that was the thing that would check him from that thing. Do you understand? It's a greater fear than his love. Do you get it? So if you need a greater fear than the love, it will trump it. Or you need a greater love than the, than the love, then it will trump it as well. But as so long that's the highest thing, you are a slave to that love. You'll drop every dime. You'll drive as far as you got to drive. You'll do whatever it takes to get to that. Lil wusul. Tayyib. All right, we'll stop, inshallah. Just a few before we have questions. Um, I think it's spring break. Right? So, inshallah, we're going to take a break next week. Just one week only. So that, you know, I can give my family their rights. Play with Qasim a little bit, you know. Enjoy the spring break a little bit. So just next week, we're going to take a break. Just one week, inshallah. 
uh, then we're back on it, inshallah, man. We're back on it, inshallah. Um, this class has been extremely beneficial for me, and uh, I'm just ha you know happy to be back in the element here with y'all, man. It's beautiful, alhamdulillah. So one of the brothers brought food for everyone. New York eats. Um, so we're gonna let the sisters go grub first, inshallah. Uh, sisters go through, get your food first, and then. Naak, come on, man. Shady. Sisters, y'all, go ahead. Come on, man. Subhanakallah. Let's make quick dua, 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 dua. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma laka alhamdu kullu wa laka shukru kullu wa ilayki yarjul amlu kullu alaniyata wa siru. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ya Allah, we ask you to make your love the most beloved love to us, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, any harmful, dangerous loves that we have, Ya Allah, we ask you to take them out of our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, any beautiful, great loves that we have that are good, that bring us closer to you, we ask you to strengthen us in those loves, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, to make your love, Ya Allah, the most beloved thing to us more than anything else, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Da'wan and alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khair. See you guys Wednesday after that next Wednesday. Oh, question. Yeah, go. Huh? Go ahead. Huh? Together, right? Yeah, we should. What's up? Huh? Should I tell everyone now or? Okay, I'll announce it in the group, inshallah. Okay? Uh, yo, I'm down. I'm down, for real.